Hello, listeners, and welcome to Retrospective Replay, Episode 11, Serialized Podcast, taking an in-depth look into video games. This is Resident Evil 4. And with me tonight, as always, is Michael. Hello, Michael. Hello, Ian. You alright? Yeah, I ate too much shawarma and now I feel a bit sick. Shawarma. Shawarma, like at the end of the Avengers, the Avengers Assemble, they go for shawarma. I'd never heard of shawarma before that movie. I wasn't sure what shawarma was. When's the first time I heard of shawarma? There is a Israeli, Israeli uh, music act called Infected Mushroom, and they have an album called, uh, I'm going to have to look this up, something about shawarma. Really? Mushroom. Sh- I'm sure they do. Why am I not making this up? The Legend of the Black Shawarma. Okay. That's what it's called. It's a, I can't remember what the, the track listing. I'm going to have to look it up now. When's the first time you had shawarma? I've never had a shawarma. You've never had shawarma? It's like um, cut meat. Like, you know, kind of a... Kind of like kebab. Yeah. Yeah. don't think I've ever I, had it. I had it for the first time during lockdown because it was like, oh, I'll get something delivered. And that was one of the places it was open. I'd never had it. Yeah. Really nice. Kind of Middle Eastern, Lebanese. Yeah. That kind of part of the world. Oh, it's quite nice. Mm, good. I'll have to try sometime. Uh, right. Okay. So, you know, if tonight is the first night you join us for the finale. Um, again, this is a podcast about shawarma. This podcast about shawarma. <laughs> Welcome to Retrospective Shawarma, where we eat shawarma and decide if they're good or not. <laughs> this is season four. <laughs> the black shawarma. Hummus and shawarma. Hummus is good as well. I mean, I like hummus. Some, yeah, hummus. That's another thing that I, I got before from the, the place where I got the shawarma from. And uh, again, proper hummus or hummus yeah. you make yourself is, or, or that's handmade is amazing. Oh, it's another level. Yeah, I was blown away by it. Uh, hummus Baruti. Obviously, Beirut is the capital of Lebanon, so that's, I think, obviously, that's where it came from. That was really good. It was a bit more spicy, mm-hmm. and that was nice, yeah. Anyway, sorry, this, is a, this isn't a podcast about shawarma or food. We take a game every season, and we condense it down into a storybook-like experience for you. Or an audiobook. What did I say? Storybook. storybook. Yeah, story audiobook, an audiobook is an audiobook experience, yeah. And if you're from the northeast of England or you're not from the northeast of England, a book is a book that you read. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody reads anymore. Yeah, but no, yeah, they do. People have Kindles and stuff and paper books. People consume media in 30 seconds on TikTok. TLDR. Oh, TikTok. But how, how would people find out about TikTok? <laughs> on our TikTok. I was going to say. That was a, now you've ruined it. I, that no, was a lead in. Uh, well, what is TikTok, Ian? Well, what is TikTok? TikTok is a platform where you can view very small videos in very large quantity on now various I have just different a picture, subjects. Now I have a picture of do you know community Chang from Community where he's looking at the right thing. It's like it's so small. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much TikTok. But speaking about TikTok, we have a TikTok. I don't. I have no idea how you search people on TikTok. I assume you can just search for at retrospective replay. And you will find us and watch our one and only video we have there right now. But I will be adding more. Will you be flossing? No. Maybe. Maybe I'll put like a... Maybe I'll put a sticker over my head and floss. I don't know. No, I don't think so. Socials 
Twitter, Retro Replay Pod, Facebook, Retrospective Replay Podcast. No patch notes. Um, we've thought, to, basically, let's see, so no patch notes. And tonight's show is a big one, isn't it, really? It's the last two chapters, chapter 5, 4, and the final chapter. Yeah, and I've just realized that there was no, there was a break in between the last chapter and this one because we had the quiz. Yeah. wonder how that went. Which was inconclusive. We can't spoiler it because <laughs> people might not have listened to it. Well, they probably will have. And they'll, they'll know that I've won and I, that was a crushing victory. No, I wouldn't, two nil. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say one point is a crushing victory. You're like one of these guys who go on, on Xbox or PlayStation. You're like, oh, I won easy. 10, 10 9. <laughs> easy, easy, <laughs> like sweaty match. You're like, oh, easy. GG's, Ian. GG's. GG's. Next time. Although I might have something special lined up for the next one. So just watch this space. Or the cyberspace. Yeah. Anyway, that's enough talking rubbish, yeah? Quiz isn't rubbish. <laughs> no quizzes aren't rubbish. I like quizzes. Anyway. But we have know. a lot of lot to cover. So I think we should just jump in. Uh, where did we leave it last chapter? Can you remember? We'd gotten Krauser, hadn't we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we got in Krauser. The, the on the bombs, we defeated Krauser, collected the crest, put them in the door and stepped through the door. Sound about right? Yeah. And when we reemerge on the other side of the door, we are now at the Soldier Gonardo camp. And it's a very short path where Sadler rings. And he says, it seems you killed Krauser too, and how should I return my appreciation? Leon's confused, asks what he's talking about, thinking that Krauser is with Sadler. Sadler is then a little bit confused himself and replies, what are you talking about? I mean, it's a comedy act, isn't it? What are you talking about? No, what are you talking about? Yeah, these guys should get together and do stand-up. Uh, and he says, do you think I'd really trust an American? And to tell you the truth, I was contemplating how to get rid of him. But then he thanks Leon and tells him it's no longer necessary. Leon states that he's using him from the start. And Sadler replies that he must hand it to him, that he's demonstrated a bit of promise by killing Krauser, and that when he's assimilated by the last Plagas, he will serve as his god. Leon says, that's an offer I'm going to have to decline. While Sadler tells him, Enjoy smart mouthing while he can, and then he hangs up. So we push up the path, and then a cutscene triggers. As we approach the base, there's an army of Ganados waiting for Leon. And they've got crossbows, stun rods, um, what else they got? Flails, maces, guns, yeah. all sorts. And then there's a huge Gatling gun turret, and I think Leon then jumps into cover. Does it shoot at him at that point, and then he jumps into cover? Yeah, it shoots at him, and then he jumps into cover. And then, just as the odds are looking sort of insurmountable, 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 insurmountable. Then, then the, the hero comes. Yeah, <laughs> the hero. The hero comes. We hear a helicopter, and a hero. The hero in the helicopter comes along. Leon shouts, "Hey, it's a bad time!" And the pilot of the helicopter says, "Sorry, bad traffic. I'll cover you." And then the helicopter just starts a rampage, doesn't it? Like, it's a bit strange, though. It's like they don't notice the helicopter. It's literally hovering 50 feet off the ground. Yeah, and, and these the guys door- are getting up onto guns and standing on platforms, and they just yeah. don't take Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. And it starts to nudge a tower over, but they don't notice the helicopter's there until the tower actually starts to creak and fall. And I'm thinking... They're Garnados. Been- they're kind of mindless, maybe, though. They don't. I don't know. I guess they are, but I've been under a helicopter before as it's been landing, you know, not far away. And they are pretty loud. Yeah, I suppose. Plus the wind would blow you away. You get so close to them. Oh, yeah, totally. 
the tower falls over, kills some Gnardos, and it catches fire, which causes the watchtower to catch fire as well. It blows up. Leon says, now that's what I call backup. Then the pilot says, my name's Mike, and you're looking for the firepower, you've come into the right place. Then the music backup kicks in. It's a large action sequence, this. Really? Yeah. We need to get attacked by Ganado with, a, with like double Gatling guns. And you can just wait around, can't you? And Mike will fly around and shoot stuff with his rockets. Yeah, Mike's there just cleaning up. He's like, get out of the way. And he's like, oh, got them all and take cover. He says a couple of different things. Yeah. And, and you really, you can't just hide. Uh, wait a long time. I mean, you'd be, wait, you'd be waiting a good minute or two at a time, but he will just mock you up for you, no problem. Yeah, if you want a job done, you need a mic. <laughs> like a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> no, you do need a mic. So you push through the camp at that point. Um, you'll be taking out a lot of Ganados. But essentially, you want to jump down, don't you, and get to a gate with a large padlock and a yeah. chain on it. You shoot that off, move through, which takes us some under some buildings and through some man-made tunnels, where we climb a ladder into a tower. Once you're into the tower, you open the door and step through, and then there's a big chain gun guy appears on the other side of the ravine. While avoiding his fire, he just moved around the path to the top where the zip line is, and then I shot him from up here where the zip line was. What about you? Yeah, I did the same. Yeah. I think I used the rifle. I took him down pretty quick. I used the rifle. Anyone who's at distance, I just took out the rifle and took him out. Yeah. Then you zip over, at which point when you get to the other side, there is a little ledge to pull a lever to open a large gate. Now, this large gate takes us into the second area of the camp. As we move in, the gate locks behind, and then there's sort of three or four chain gun emplacements there, ready to attack. So you have to run left and into the tunnels for some cover, then move up a ladder. This takes us into another tunnel, but it's just above a walkway that runs around the entire like exit of the camp. Uh, oh, what I should mention, actually, that there's a door at the other end, but if you run straight for that to go through, it locks down on you. Does it? Yeah, I didn't do that. I just ran okay. left because it was cover. So again, while you're up here, you can wait for Mike to rocket the emplacements for you. Okay. Which I think I did for one of them. Did you or did you try and take them out? No, I waited for Mike to do it. Mike helping Mike. Mike helping Mike, yeah. Mike's helping Mike's. <laughs> hands touching hands. <laughs> so then what you do is you follow this walkway around the outside, which leads us to a lever. And you pull the lever, and then there's a second lever across the other side. So once you've destroyed the turrets on my cars, you just jump down, run the other side, go up another ladder to the second lever. When you pull that, it reopens the doors. At that point, I'd killed everyone anyway, so I just kind of ran through the door. We emerge next to some stairs, and when we run up them, this triggers a scene. Leon arrives at the temple's entrance. He's immediately surrounded by many Gnados, but Mike arrives. Mike says, take cover. And Leon, like, hits the deck and Mike opens fire on his, with his um, Gatling gun, doesn't he? Yeah. And it just, like, mows down every single Ganado, pretty much. However. This is heartbreaking. Leon says, thanks. When we get out on here, drinks are on me. Mike says, yeah, I know a good bar. Do you know any good bars? Oh, I know loads of good bars. Then Mike's no good bars. Yeah. What was that uh, line that, what was the little guy from Game of Thrones called Tywin. Ty- Tywin, Tywin Lannister. Lannister yeah. yeah. And he said, I drink wine and no things. Is that like you? It's like, oh, I'm called Mike and no bars. I love wine. I, I like know. Wine. I drink wine and no things. <laughs> Are you Tywin Lannister? No. 
Well, he's, he's also kind of huge. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> what, like the actual character does? That's what he says. That's another line that he uses, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but don't people who say that actually have a small one, though? Is that not yeah, but all the women seem to like sleeping with him, but then he's got loads of gold, so. Yeah, there's not money. Anyway, it's also fictional. And Lannister always pays their debts. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what they say. Anyway, Mike knows where there's a good bars. Yeah. good bar. And unfortunately for Mike, that's his final words as there's a Gennaro sat there with an RPG. He shoots it and it goes through the helicopter, destroying it. The helicopter spins and falls to the ground, blows up on fire while Leon shouts, Mike! <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. No. Unfortunately, that's the end of Mike. Uh, Leon looks up and he sees the Gennardo who lowers the RPG with Sadler next to him and walks away. Leon says, I'll make sure you're the next to go, Sadler. That'll teach him. Yeah. However, Sadler then calls him on the radio straight away and says, I'm sorry, Leon. Uh, Leon calls him some names. Sadler replies, telling him, there's nothing to get upset about. Don't tell me you've never swatted down a bothersome fly. What is this, Metal Gear Solid? Yep. Isn't that literally what Liquid says at the start of Metal Gear when he gets in the hind? Yeah, there's a couple of flies that that need swatting or something, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then Sadler like puts on his sunglasses and is like, Did you like my sunglasses, Leon? <laughs> Brother It's all connected. <laughs> um And then Leon says, What did you say? Insects life doesn't compare to human lives. And Sadler tells him, When you acquire this power, you will understand and Leon replies, saying, It's a good reason to get this parasite out of me. Wait, to which point Sadler wishes him luck and the conversation ends. So we start now to the entrance to the island ruins and there's a couple of items to run around and you can grab, but eventually you go like you get to a, a gate and you move into the island ruins. You move forward, drop down a ladder, and in front of us on a little pedestal is a pearl pendant. You grab that and you don't have to walk very far till we hit another cutscene. I mean it's really cutscene heavy this Yeah, um, there's, there's chapter. loads of cutscenes now, yeah. And this time uh leon bumps into ada and she asks him if he's okay and he says yes however he's not because the plagas start to take control of him and his eyes go red no his eyes are red because he said because he was crying that mike's dead (laughs) (laughs) and then he grabs ada around the neck and starts to choke her Uh, but then she takes a small knife out and stabs him in the leg which kind of snaps leon out of it and he lets her go and gets control of himself she apologizes, and then he takes. He apologizes to Ada, and then he takes more of them uh, pills to control the plaga. Lewis's special pills. Ada tells him that we have to get the parasite out of your body, and he says, "Yeah, but before that, I have to say, Ashley." Ada tells him, "Fine, let's split up." How does that help? I don't know how that helps. I don't get why people splitting up is, is anyway. That you makes should no never sense. split up. No. It's better, you know, power numbers and all that. So we start in that same room, but there's nothing really to do. So you just go out the door to an outside corridor, which is a short walk to another door on the left. And we move into the island prison. As soon as we get there, the music Evil Malaise plays. Now, it's creepy, this area, isn't it? Yeah, really it is. creepy. Um, inside the prison, straight away, you hear the breathing of the regenerators. And then in front of us, there's a metal chest or a skip whatever you want to call it, a container. In it, there's a white bag, and it writhes around. And you can hit it, and it stops moving. And then Leon just says, what the hell is that thing? Um, I looked it up. 
to see what it was, but literally there's nothing more than that. I was expecting it to be more. Yeah, I know. I always was. Maybe it was meant to be more, but they just didn't add anything. Is to it, it any different in hard? No, no, it's always like that. Okay. Even on the GameCube, it was like that. All right, okay. Uh, there's yellow herb in here in a storeroom just around the corner from where we entered the area. And then you move into the prison. So you can either just run all the way down to the bottom and then just jump up and escape, or you can kill the regenerators. I chose to kill the regenerators. What about you? Uh, I just ran out. I think I ran and just got out of there. Did you? Yeah, because you didn't have the scope, did you? So it was no. easy for me to kill regenerators, and I got five grand. So I was like, yeah, let's take the 5K. No, I couldn't be bothered. And then, well, yeah, if you stab them with a knife, I'm not surprised, really. Uh, there's a red herb at the bottom of the stairs just before leaving so if you can grab that you can mix it with the yellow herb and probably a green herb you've got and then you jump up the stairs and out of the door and away from the island prison this takes us through into in front of the lab area it's labeled here from the guide and it's outside the music fades now this is quite a long section isn't it yeah it is as soon as we walk around the corner the enemies sailed in and there's a main area loads of enemies then a Gatling gun guy appears straight away, so you got to try and take him out whilst battling other Ganados, and he's got this huge vantage point. But he did get himself a bit stuck for me, and you know how he shoots you and then fires in an arc. He only yeah. shot at me for about, I don't know, 20% of the arc, and the rest of the time was just shooting the wall. <laughs> so That's that was... Yeah, it was lucky on my, my uh, part there. So what you need to do now is make your way in front of to a ladder in front of us which then takes us up into a small control room you'll find some items there another yellow herb which is good but then there's a button and you press it which I'm not exactly sure what this does does it locks the doors and freeze the card up that you need isn't it yeah from one console so you can put it with yeah. another one but when your console is freed a Gnard will grab the card and runs away with it so you kind of know what he looks like so you could, could try and track him down and kill that one Gnard but it's easier just to start there go through the mall to be honest and find it yeah there's no there's no point in yeah I mean you might as well just kill them anyway yeah also sometimes these Ganados seem brainless and other times they seem really clever the guy's getting killed by the helicopter they're just like oh and two seconds earlier they're letting himself be mowed down by a helicopter and getting no cover and then this guy's stealing a card to stop mm. you getting through yeah, that is it. Yeah, it's a bit inconsistent there, isn't it, in terms of enemy intelligence? I mean, you could say that these Ganarders are more intelligent than the Ganarders earlier on, or, but, but they're not. Yeah, well, they look all the same for starters. Yeah, they do. When you track this guy down, like you say, you just kill them all, get the car back. So you make your way to the other machine on the other side of the compound, and then when you put the card back in, the locks go green and usable. Go back to the first room, hit a button for the first lock. Then you have to find a second button which will then open the door. When you open the door, you run down a ramp and through into the lab. As soon as you get into the sort of the first corridor area of the lab, we're attacked by a couple of shield guys, but they're always pretty simple now. Shield agents. I just, uh, <laughs> I just uh, use the TMP to rip the shield apart. I just use grenades on them. Oh, if right. I have a grenade. I mean, it's probably a waste of a grenade, isn't it? Well, I was just selling mine, to be honest. I'd hardly use them. And then you go to the bottom of the corridor, through the door, into the Sadler's laboratory. Again, another cutscene. Like Dexter's laboratory. The smartest satellite you've ever seen. What was his sister? Dee Dee. But Dee Dee blows the experiments to smithereens. There is gloom and doom while things go boom in Dexter's lab, I think it was. Omelette de fromage. <laughs> That's not even correct, is it? 
it is, isn't it? A, a cheese omelette. Omelette? Du fromage. Oh, it's not an omelette of cheese. Omelette du fromage. It must be, is it? Or is it, should it be au fromage? Yeah, you should say omelette au fromage. Yeah, okay. But people would understand if you said omelette du fromage. Yeah, I'm sure they would. Dexter's mom, though. <laughs> Got it going on. <laughs> right, so the cutscene. We are in what's known as the capsule room, and Leon sees Ashley trapped inside of it. And then as he walks forward, Sadler shows up behind Leon. Leon, he, he lets everyone get behind him, doesn't he? He's, yeah, he's, he's like a super agent thing, and then there's people can just walk up right behind him. Yeah, oh, he's, he's got like no awareness. Uh, Sadler tells him, you'll soon harbor an awesome power, yet it seems you would rather choose death. Leon tells him that he is going to take Ashley back, whether he likes it or not. Sadler calls this the audacity of youth. He rushes Leon so fast and then punches him and he just goes flying. But then before he can finish him off, Ada shows up on the balcony with a TMP and she just opens fire on Sadler, hits him with like 10 shots in the chest and they just, they don't hurt him at all. It was like um, when, what was it, Mendez, uh, what we call him, uh, the big cheese, the big case, cheese. Case, case of Grande, was it? Case of Grande, yeah. When he got shot in the back, it just didn't affect him at all. No, exactly they've, the same. they've got superhuman strength or resilience to injury. She then shouts Leon now, and then Leon gets to the controls and frees Ashley. He goes to try and grab Leon and Ashley, but Ada sees some um, barrels, and she shoots these flaming barrels where Leon and Ashley go under. So they go under them and outward exit. She shoots the barrels, and it blows up and closes down on them. But as we'll find out, this is pointless you know, yeah. in a bit. So we spawn now in a merchant area. There are barrels to the right, merchants to the left. Here we are stuck in the middle of Ashley. Um, no, I... This is the last merchant, though. Did you say farewell to him? No, it's not the last merchant. Is it not? No. No, not yet. Oh, there's, there's one more. One more. Yeah, there's one more. One. Uh, I spoke with the merchant. Welcome! I sold some magnum ammo and grenades, plus some expensive treasures. Ah, I'll buy it at a high price. I then tuned up my TMP to the max with the exclusive tune. Not only will you need cash, but you'll need guts to buy that weapon. Which gives it like 1.4 damage or something in nice. 250 rounds, so it becomes an absolute beast. Uh, did you Did you do anything with them? No, I don't think I did. I think you've had more money than me. Well, I was selling grenades and all sorts yeah, of stuff. Yeah, you were selling yeah. all stuff and you were killing of those um, regenerators. Yeah, regenerators. I must have killed 10 regenerators, which is like 50 grand. No, okay. Oh, and then I got the um, the crown as well, didn't I? And that was another 50 grand, so there's 100k right there. Uh, in this area, though, is Luis's last memo, Luis Memo 5. Luis. Yeah, poor Luis. Well, no, not poor Luis. He was kind of in on it for a while, wasn't he? <laughs> I suppose he was, but then he realized. This reads... From the initial stages of the research, we have been searching for a safe and practical removal procedure of the plaga. Ironically, it turns out that the real objective of this research was not to find a way to remove the plagas from the infected persons, but to find a way so that the plaga could not be removed from the body easily. In the end, we were able to find out that the plaga could be removed only by exposing them to a special radiation. The only drawback with this method is that it is a very painful procedure. 
Since the plaga attaches itself to the nerves, there's a possibility that it may impair the consciousness of the coast. Another fact must be mentioned that once the plaga grows into an adult, the removal procedure could kill the host. But perhaps death isn't so bad when you think about the alternative. Uh, we can then move through a door, which takes us back inside to the lab corridor. Straight away, there's two bad brothers, and my new fully upgraded TMP wrecked them. Cut them down like ragdolls. Like a golden axe. <laughs> and then through the next set of doors is another cutscene. Leon and Ashley reach Sarah's lab, where the Plaga's removal equipment is located. Ashley asks, this hunk of junk? I don't know about this, Leon. And Leon just tells her there's only one way to find out when you operate. He jumps in the chair, and she asks if he's sure he wants to do this, which he agrees. She says, all right, here goes nothing, then operates the machine. You can see the machine with the plagas in his body, doesn't it? And it's just got these two lasers that, like, shoot yeah. around the body, like, trying to, like, slice it up. And it, it just dissolves, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, but it looks like he's in a lot of pain while it's happening. Uh, once it's done, Ashley asks him how he's feeling, and he replies, like, a million bucks. She says, I thought you were going to die, but I guess I'm up next. So she jumps in the chair while Leon now operates it, but she gets the same results and the plaga dies. Leon asks if she's okay, and she responds by hugging him. And he says, I don't know about you, but I think it's time we go home. Ashley nods, and we hit end of chapter. Getting rid of the plagas was very straightforward. It was. After all that, it's just, you know, a bit of... A bit of radiation. Yeah. They both got cancer now, though. Yeah. Resident Evil 6. <laughs> Chemotherapy. Anyway. So yeah, end of chapter. Oh, I've not put my... You've not put your what? I've only got one in my hit ratios. Should I quickly grab grab it or not? Only take us a 30 seconds probably. Yeah, okay. Do you want to read out yours while I'm searching? Okay, for that's the end of 5.4, isn't it? So yeah. I had a hit ratio of 78%. My total is 78. I killed 83 enemies. So I have 760 in total and I died zero times. And I have died... 18 in total, I think, now. Right, okay. Although that 18 will be more by the end of the game because of uh, a certain section, but anyhow. Yeah, 78% my hit ratio fell to pieces. My hit ratio was 89. 89? Yeah. I wonder if you're getting a better hit ratio because of the plagues, the regenerators. I don't know, maybe. Maybe. But maybe my total just... is 83. Okay. Killed 97 enemies. Maybe I'm just praying spray. <laughs> For a total of 821. 97. Yeah. That's 14 more than me. Again, you did the, pl- the regenerator store it's as well, not, I suppose. It's not, there's not 14 regenerators. I don't know what that was. Um, maybe I let Mike do more in the place than you did. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, there's a load of enemies there. Loads. Felt like they're never going to stop. I let Mike knock himself out. Uh, died 0 for 14 still. So I'm 0 for 18. I don't think I die anymore. I can't remember now, though. There's no way you've did the last thing without dying. It does yeah. that that counts as a death. I don't think I died on that. Oh, fair enough. So now we start in that lab, and you can move back to the main area. You go back if you turn around, go back through the door. You find there's another way back to the lab, isn't there? Through another door. Yeah. So when the first one was destroyed, why did the saddle? I just go through there to, to catch up with them. Okay, yeah, it ends up in a different place, but, you know, they could only go one way forward. So I, I just, I, I was just baffled because he's clearly very powerful because the doors weren't locked from the other side. And even if they were, 
pretty sure Sadler's strong enough to knock them down. Yeah, but that's the story. That is the story. So if we go back through the lab, you go up some stairs towards the outside world. But just before you do, there's a yellow herb and a file. And the file's entitled Our Mission. So in here, we get the real power of the United States lies in three areas. The Justice Department, the administrative bodies, and the military. It sounds like the the law and order. (laughs) I can't put that in because that's that's a copyrighted sound, you know. Is it? Yeah. So I just have to make it. Do it on a guitar. I, I could do it on the guitar. I'll not get it now and do it because I have to. Yeah, okay. Um, let's see. Law and order sound effect copyright. Is it right? That's weird. How many That's like trademarked it? rather trademarked. than copyrighted. It's trademarked. It's like the Windows now is done, I suppose. And it's described as two musical notes, a strike and a rapid rearticulation of a perfect fifth interval which in the key of c sounds the notes c and g struck together concurrently how can you copyright a sound i mean i guess you can anyway man so the film hall pass remember hall pass what with um luke wilson not luke wilson owen wilson Wilson and um stephen merchant yeah do you know how much they paid to use the law and order sound in that film you have to take a guess. In dollars. Uh, $1 million. No, it's far too high. Okay. $150,000. Close. Bit higher. $200,000. $200,000 to use that sound. Jesus. Da-dun. <laughs> I think I've just I think I've just spent eight hundred grand. Yeah. Oh. So if anybody listening to the podcast wants to, you know, send us some money so we can pay for the copyright. <laughs> Uh, wait, where was I? Yes. In order to take control of these areas, we must influence the minds of the people who advise the president. After this is done, the rest of the departments will quickly fall under our sway. If by any chance the United States were to figure out our plan, the damage caused should be minimal. We will still be able to conquer the country's planned using our backup plan. Once we control the country we can use their international influence to our advantage. The rest of the world will fall swiftly. As already stated, if our first plan doesn't go as smoothly as expected, we'll proceed with our secondary plan. By sending in our special forces, we will infiltrate the country from within. Fear and chaos will spread through the nation like a virus. It'll only be a matter of time before the country loses its stability. At that time, when they're most vulnerable... We will strike. Rejoice, my brethren. The world shall soon be cleansed. So the the primary plan, that's sending Ashley back, isn't it? Because she's got the plaguer and she yeah. can infect. The president, yeah. Or the people who are around him. So the secondary plan is just sending people in there uh, to then start infecting everybody and basically creating that game. Okay. Um, it was on the quiz. Naughty dog. Last of Us. No, I'm assuming the special forces are that they were going and they would. I guess, yeah, I suppose, yeah. No, no. I guess I. I just assumed maybe they'll uh, try and take over the entire nation. Yeah, they just want to take over America, basically, and yeah. then the world, and then the world, like Pinky in the Brain. Yeah. You know, there's some fan theories that uh, 
state that Pinky's the smart one. Why? Because the lyrics are Pinky in the brain, one's a genius, the other's insane. And the theory is that that the brain's actually insane because he's always trying to take over the world. And Pinky's the genius by stopping his plans. Oh, okay. But anyway, yeah, back to the game. Once you move through that door, we end up below the construction site. And there's some boxes with some items. And now this is the last merchant. Yeah. Okay, this is the last merchant. And did you speak with this merchant? Yeah, but he didn't really have anything that I wanted. Yeah, I didn't actually speak with him. But I'd feel feel bad not putting in one last merchant sound effect. So what should we put in? What's the best one to put in? Come back anytime. Come back anytime. Yeah, do that. Come back anytime. As you then push forward, it turns into a tiny little cutscene where Leon and Ashley reach the lift. Leon says, there's something not right, Ashley. You stay here. Uh, I call it a tiny cutscene. It's not that small. So Ashley says, okay. She waits and Leon rides the lift up to the top of the construction platform. And he sees Ada tied up and shouts for her. Sadler then appears, and he raises his hand, attempting to control the plaga in Leon, just like before, but this time it doesn't work because Leon has no use for his plaga. And this confused me watching the um, the cutscene because he pulls the knife out and he throws it, but then we still have our knife, and I was like, oh, because he throws the knife and the knife cuts the um, the rope. But what might that not have been the knife he took off Krauser? Yes, that's exactly it. It's the knife he took off Krauser. Leon tells Sadler to use a uh, better try a new trick because that's getting old. Um, and then, yeah, then at that point, he throws the knife, which cuts Ada's bonds, which frees her, and she falls down. Uh, yes, if she's okay, and she replies, saying she's been better when then Sadler begins to laugh. Leon asks him what's so funny, and <clears throat> Sadler monologues a bit, and he says verbatim, Oh, I think you know. The American prevailing is a cliche that only happens in your Hollywood movies. Oh, Mr. Kennedy, you entertain me. To show my appreciation, I will help you awaken from the world of cliches. And he starts to transform into a massive monster. Um, How would you describe this monster? Do you want to give it a go? He's kind of like a spider. Well, not a spider, but he's only got four legs. Uh... A crab, a crab, not a crab. It's very spindly, like the the what we call the mandibles, didn't we last time? Yeah, the mandibles extend from below his cloak, don't they? To and they get larger, and they turn into four giant legs. Whereas then his body just sort of hangs loose in the middle. Yeah, and his head then turns into like a massive eye, and becomes on, a, on another long mandible. And it has it got arms as well. I can't remember if it has arms. I think it does. Yeah. And it just, it's pretty grotesque. Um, but once it becomes a monster, Leon tells Ada to stand back, then just disappears, and the music final battle starts to play. We then get a message on the screen. Emergency, locking down elevator. Obviously, you can't go back down, run away. And we have a boss fight, and it's the last boss fight. How did you handle this boss fight? I didn't die. Actually, uh, should, I, should I explain the battle arena first? Yeah, go on. So the battle arena, we are on a construction platform, would you call it? Yeah. And it's split in half. So if you just imagine, it's like a two two lines that are in parallel with each other, and there's two bridges, one at each side connecting them, but these bridges open and close quite 
fast. Yeah. You know, if you if it closes and you don't run it straight away, the chances are you're going to fall off. Um, and then at the end of each of these um, like platforms is a lever, one on each side. So there's two on opposite sides. And when you pull these levers, it moves uh, a load of girders, doesn't it? All bundled like like packaged together to hit saddle up with. Yeah. So yeah, that's basically it. So how did you handle the boss? Well, it, you can't shoot him normally, so you have to try to get him to expose his weak points. So he has four eyes on his legs, mm-hmm. so uh, you need to shoot him so he falls down, and then you can run up and start doing his um, stabbing his big eye. So the same way as you do like the, the El Gigante and stuff, you need to knock him down so then you can run up and start stabbing him. There's a couple of ways then. So I used the girders a couple of times to try and swing this this those steel beams uh, towards him and uh, knock him over. Uh, that worked once or twice. Yeah. Uh, but timing it with the lights is hard because if you get it wrong, you, you fall off. And then also he goes past some barrels. So again, you can shoot the barrels. I think I did that once or twice. Yeah. Um, and I was just trying to. Yeah, I did very very nearly die. I was pretty much at the end of my life. Mm-hmm. when I then got well I'm not sure what I should should say what happens next but uh, once you get close enough to once you've got him so many times with the big stabbing um, you're given help from Ada yeah yeah I'll get on that bit in a minute if you want yeah I probably pretty much handled it the exact same way as you did so like you say you do that you rinse and repeat it don't you and yeah, like you see, you get help from Ada. I'd used up all of my health stuff, though. By the time I was really? literally down to flashing raid. Wow. Yep. It's very classic Resident Evil, this, you know, this next bit, because Ada says, um, here, use this, and she throws us a special rocket launcher, which we can pick up. So you got to make sure you've got inventory space, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can't just... It's, it's not just there, right in front of you. you got to run for the thing if you're not in the right place. Yeah, I, I was on the complete wrong side to grab it. I, I was on the same. I was up on one of those bridges. I had to jump down and get across and get it. Yeah. In Resident Evil 1, I think you defeat the boss, the tyrant with the rocket launcher. Um, Resident Evil 2, I think you might use a rocket launcher. But in Resident Evil 3, you use this like laser cannon on Nemesis. So, If you had your own rocket launcher, could you have just used that? Uh, you could, but I think all that would do... You'd probably just knock them down and trigger the cutscene and grab the special rocket launcher. Oh, I imagine. Okay. I imagine. So you need a special one, probably. Pro- probably. I don't know for sure. It'd be nice to find out. Might have a look. We pick up the special rocket launcher and you aim it and shoot it. And as soon as you pull the trigger, it just shows you a cutscene of the rocket flying at satellite and it hits him and it blows him up. The sample is then on the ground and Leon goes over to pick it up. As he crouches down on the floor, Ada points a gun to his head and says, Sorry, Leon, hand it over. Leon asks Ada if she knows what this is, and he hands over the vial. She then runs away and jumps off the end of the platform. But then, I don't get the... I can't figure out the logistics of this, but she jumps over the side, and then the helicopter raises up, and she's riding a helicopter. But if the helicopter was just under the platform, right... How could she get down and grab, either get inside the helicopter or grab the the leg of the helicopter, like the the, the landing leg of the helicopter, yeah. right? Because she would have hit the rotors, surely. The rotors really stick out. Well, yeah, but that's logic. That, that's, that's it, yeah. 
I would like, it was also it's making the helicopter and he's like, ah, I'm not dead. <laughs> ha ha. See you sucker. Uh, as she comes back up, Ada says, don't worry. I'll take good care of it. And then tells Leon, got to go. And if I were you, I'll get off the island too. She then pulls out a small handheld device and pushes a button and a countdown timer starts. And it's a three minute timer. She tells Leon here to catch and throws him some jet ski keys and says, you better get moving, see you around. Helicopter then just flies away. And Leon looks at the key and it's got a little teddy bear on it. And he says, ha, very cute. So when the game restarts, there's only two minutes, 37 seconds left. The elevator shut down, then says it's been deactivated. I don't know how that system works, but maybe it sends a saddler as a monster. Oh, maybe you know, monster detection. So if you run to the saddler where you, you killed him, he's got a hundred grand on the floor. So you take that and go to the lift and go back down. We meet Ashley. Uh, once we meet up with her, the music, the escape starts to play. Ashley shouts early on and he shouts back that they have to get on this island now. It's going to blow any minute. Ash, Leon grabs Ashley's wrist and they run down a little cavern that was just next to the lift. Um, then we're in the corridor and the timer's going and now it's down to like, what, about two minutes, 20? Yeah. Maybe it's less, maybe it's, maybe it's closer to two minutes. Yeah. And you run down a corridor, you find a jet ski and then you interact with it and says, if you use the jet ski keys and they jump on the jet ski... Leon says, hang on, sweetheart, and he opens the throttle, they take off, and now we've got this uh, this terrible, terrible jet ski part. I don't like it. Yeah, but you don't like it, but I hated it. I couldn't. I wasn't... I just found the controls clunky. Uh, I died eight times. Wow. Yep. Man, you really stuck with it, though. Yeah, you I was ready to give so up. Like, hell with this, yeah. It's like, nah, to hell with this. I... But it wasn't. St- it was easy, but it was just the controls I found clunky. Yeah, they were they were clunky. As we go down it, you, you dodge left and right, and at one point, there's an explosion which causes a small tidal wave. Ashley shouts, "Waves behind us!" And Leon goes, "I know. Just hold on." And you, you keep on going, and you dodge more, and you do some jumps. And I mean, it's a, it's a really really poor part. Of it. it doesn't control. It's nothing like you know I mentioned before before I start recording. It's nothing like Wave Race '64. It just doesn't feel nice. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. You hit the end, and they escape out of the tunnel, and a geezer of water follows them, or a geyser, not a geezer. Geezer, geezer. Ebenezer, Ebenezer geezer. So the water shoots out behind them, and Ashley falls off the jet ski and into the ocean. Leon starts to shout for Ashley and where she is, and she pops her head out of the water and shouts for Leon. Leon helps her back up the jet ski, and he says, come on, let's go home, and the music horizon kicks in. Ashley tells him, sounds like a great idea. Mission accomplished, right, Leon? He tells her, not quite yet. I still have to get you home safe. Ashley then propositions Leon and says, so after you take me back to my place, how about we do some overtime? Oh, what did he mean by overtime? <laughs> Paperwork. Debriefing. He's been on the clock, hasn't he, for like, I don't know, 20-odd hours, so if he's paid by the hour, he probably just needs that little bit of extra money. Does she want to debrief him? Yeah, she, yeah, probably wants a bit of a debriefing. Leon declined this very kind offer, though, which is weird because it was a bank holiday and it was double time, but anyway. Yeah. Ashley says, somehow I knew you were going to say that, but it doesn't hurt to ask, you know? And then she asks who that woman was. Leon wants to know why, but Ashley presses him for an answer. He tells her, she's like a part of me I can't let go. 
Let's leave it at that. And the two ride off into the sunset and the credits roll, just like right. Metal Gear. Yep. Almost, It's almost shot for shot for Metal Gear, apart from instead of a jet ski. ski that, I mean, you know, the snowmobiles are not much different, is it? That's a snow ski. Yeah. Uh, the music's sorrow then kicks in, the credits music. And the credits roll, and we see drawings of villagers. Like, really nice-looking hand-done drawings, aren't they? Yeah, but isn't there, like, in the, in the copyright as well, in the credits, it's like the characters and events depicted in the game are fictitious. Yeah. And similarities to actual people living or dead is purely coincidental. And it's protected under the laws of the Raccoon Police Department. <laughs> <laughs> well, on these drawings, quite good. You see the villagers and they're, yeah, they're going on with their lives, you know, the the what are they, the cooking food, they're out in the field, they're out in the streets, they're traveling stuff in on carts. Yeah, they had a nice life before the Plagueis came. Yeah, and then things start to turn dark, and someone arrives and starts to talk to the people. He looks like a missionary, doesn't he, really? Yeah, it's kind which, of like... Um, when which they, is busy, a similar thing. I'm sorry. Yeah, with, yeah, exactly. But then we see them, you saw he's talking to them, and then you see them injecting them with syringes and experiments, and then you see a, dem- like a man in his family home, and he looks demonic on the chair. Demonic expression, his family are looking at him, concerned... And then finally, you kind of see somebody in the street with his head hanging on one side and a plaga sticking out of it. And then we hit the epilogue. We hit an epilogue cutscene of Hunnigan. She calls Leon. And Leon says, Hunnigan, is that you? She replies, finally, the line's jack free. She's not wearing her glasses either. Yeah, and Leon comments on this. He says, no glasses. She tells him to forget the glasses and what's the status of the mission. Leon tells her he's rescued the subject and the return and home. And I don't know why, but when she goes, you did it, Leon, it just sounds so forced. Or kind of just kind of, you know, condescending or, you know, like, oh, you did it. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, that's my job. And then Leon tells her, thanks. You know, you're kind of cute without those glasses. Give me your number when I get back. Uh, well, what's wrong with Ashley? Why did he? Well, I mean, she's probably the president's daughter, but yeah. Yeah. He didn't seem interested in any other women in Hunnigan, maybe. I know. Yeah. And all he's all, all he's seen is a face on a video call. He's got no idea. She could just be a head in a jar like Futurama. Luis was right. He is a ladies' man. Hunnigan then reminds him that he's on duty and he says, Story of my life. And then we got our final, final results. Oh, again, I haven't got my final, final result hit for sure. Do you want to give your final results? Yeah, my final results, my hit ratio is 78%. Enemies killed, 760. Number of times killed, 26. Which wow. takes take three off of that, though, because right. they didn't count. So that's 23. 23. And then it took me clear time, 16 hours, 52 minutes, and 50 seconds. Right, okay. Oh, no, it doesn't. It, it, it only gives you the final hit ratio. It doesn't give you the thing. So, okay, sorry. So my hit ratio was 82 in total. What was yours, sorry? 78. Right, that's not much difference. Uh, enemies killed 821. Yeah, but that, you went that special way. Yeah. Um, I died 14 times. All right. Then. And my right. clear time was 12 hours, 13 minutes, 39 seconds. How do I take four hours longer than you? Nah, I mean, I beat this game. I beat this game yeah, 10 times on the GameCube, man. I suppose I just was going and looking at things more and stuff. I appreciated it more. <laughs> you stopped to smell the coffee. Yeah, smell the roses. And that is 
it for Resident Evil 4. So, final thoughts. Would you yeah. recommend people play this game? Definitely. I thought it was great. I, I, As I said, I finished it weeks ago because I just wanted to, I couldn't stop playing it. Yeah. It seems funny that we started playing this game three months ago. You know, it's it's such a long time to play. Like, it takes so long to record these and you think, wow, I played this game so long ago. Yeah. I mean, for me, this was probably still is my favorite Resident Evil game. See, that kind of brings me on to my fact now is a linked fact slash question. What okay. is the best selling Resident Evil of all time so far? Is it this? It's not. Okay. Oh, it's probably one of the newer ones, is it? Is it like, um, is it, is it, uh, seven? The one, mm. the, the first person one or the village? No, Resident Evil Village is, is currently the seventh best selling, but that's only right. because it came out last year. Okay. So that's already the seventh best selling. So that's doing, that'll probably be the best selling at some oh, point. Oh, it's going to be Resident Evil 2, isn't it? Of course it'll be Resident Evil 2, the top one. Nope. Really? Wow. Yep. Yeah, Resident Evil 2 was massively highly claimed. I don't so know then. The, uh, Resident Evil 2 is the sixth. So Resident Evil 2 sold 4.96 million copies. Yeah. Resident Evil 2, the remake, sold 8.9. So that's the fifth. Resident Evil 7, uh, Biohazard, sold mm-hmm. 10.2 million copies. That's the fourth best selling. Yeah. And then the top three, third is Resident Evil 6. That's that sold ten point three oh, million that copies. That was awful. That was awful. Well, there you go. Resident Evil Four is the second best, eleven point so, two. So Resident Evil Five. Resident Evil Five is the best selling by actually quite a bit at the moment. About well a million, one point four million more. So it's one of Capcom's best ever selling games. Wow, it just goes to show you that. The actual game quality has nothing to do with sales. Res- I mean, Craig said on the quiz he didn't like five. I liked five. The problem is, though, five would probably be the case that people would be say, oh, I really liked four, and then they'll go play five. They'll go and buy five. Yeah, I think so. Um, five wasn't terrible. I, I enjoyed five. Um, some bits were really good. Other bits not so good, but it was still a decent game. Better than four? No. No. Not better than four, but it is co-op. All right, okay. Split-screen co-op. Split-screen co-op. I would also mention as well, if you've never played four or you want to replay a four, try and do it on the PC. Try and get it on Steam. And get the HD remake on it or update on it. Yeah. I mean, by far, it just enhances the game. It brings it so close to a modern game. and, And the controls are still... It's still tank controls. You still can't run and shoot at the same time. Um, but have you watched any of the the Oculus, the, the VR, the, the the Resident Evil 4 VR? No. It looks great because obviously you can just run around and shoot at the same time. And I see this here. It's on the thing to where I saw that um, top 10 Resident Evil games ranked by sales. The website is hackernoon.com. Um, the uh, VR port of it won best VR game at the Game Awards in 2021. Yeah, I'm not oh, yeah. surprised. Not surprised. It looks fantastic. It'd probably but be I scary, s- though. Yeah, probably would be in places, wouldn't it? Especially Actually, fighting the Vidugo. I think um, I saw a comedy short by Viva La Dirt League. You know those guys, the New Zealand guys who do things about games as a joke. Mm-hmm. They, I'm pretty sure they did the Oculus, um, a guy being terrified. They were playing, I think it was Resident Evil 4. 
And the, the guy was like, yeah, that's stupid. And then the other two guys are like, oh, they were scared of it. And then this guy was absolutely terrified. Really? Okay. Well, he was, I mean, I was obviously joking, but ah. yeah. Oh, fantastic. Well, yeah. So I guess there's not much too, not much more to say on this. Um, just apart from what happens next. So you're away a lot in May, aren't you? Yeah, but nobody will ever know this. Well, they will. Well, they will because be because there'll be a um, bit of a break. I might try and do something just solo. I was thinking trying to get some three or four episodes out of something solo. I might try and find like, a really short game and just put something yeah. out there. I, you know, I, I don't want to just leave people without hearing anything. So I'm, I'm going to try and do something. And right now I've got no idea what that is, but just stay tuned. Keep an eye on the socials. But doesn't it not make people want to be more eager for what the next season is? If there's a season break, I don't know. I don't know what how people think about podcasts. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. it's you not like to, a Netflix show. Would you like to tell people what the next season will be? That, uh, oh, would would you like? Would you like to do an impression of the character? <laughs> no. Would you I like to go? I'm Batman. <laughs> how would people know what what we're talking about? Well, we should have said that? no. It is a riddle. We should have oh. had a riddle. <laughs> well, okay, so I'll have a riddle. I could edit that out and have a riddle. Riddle me this. What doesn't that belt have, Batman? Patience. Patience for crooks like you. <laughs> was that of The Simpsons? No, that was Adam West. Yeah, well, was that Adam West on oh. The Simpsons? I think it was, you know. Oh, I don't know. Probably. Oh, God, I can't remember now. Or Family Guy, maybe. No, I think it was The Simpsons. No, I'm pretty sure it was actually Batman. Yeah, I can't find the quote. I want to say it's a Simpsons quote, but I I can't find it. Oh, I think it is. Hold on. Uh, How can I do the sound on this? What don't you have in that belt? Patience for Harlequin hoodlums like yourself. Oh, yeah. I knew it. I thought so. Oh, yeah. He is anti-spinning. Harlequin hoodlums like yourself. So yeah. Anyway, the next season will be Batman Arkham Asylum. Is it Arkham Batman? Asylum? Batman. Yeah, Batman. Yeah, Arkham Asylum is the first one. Is that the first one? Yeah. And it was Arkham Island, the second one. Yeah. So we wanted something. Arkham City. We didn't want to do another survival horror, um, and we thought that might be quite good because it's fairly linear in terms of story. And even the layout, far more linear than the, the next two games. So, And it seems like a modern game, but it's not. It's like 12 years old, 13 years yeah. old or something. Yeah, but it looks great still. And yeah. it plays great because I've started it. I but think yes. it was my favorite of this series. No, no, the, probably the second one was. Yeah, probably the second one for me as well. Yeah. But yeah, if you made it this far in the episode, thank you. If you've listened... All season, thank you. And if you've listened to everything since the start, massive thank you. Can um, we get in touch? Some people get in touch, not many. If you I want to get in touch, you know, yeah. you know how to do it Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, TikTok, <laughs> <laughs> or YouTube Shorts. You might see it there. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, anything else you want to say? No, it's just been good. See you all next season. Uh, come back anytime. Come back any time.